Chasing Sunday podcast. This is going to be our last episode of the year, um, and I'm booking guests currently for uh, for 2021, um, and uh, looking forward to talking with a lot of really great ministry leaders and worship leaders and thought leaders and thought thinkers. I don't know. Just looking forward to talking to them. I had a friend of mine. Uh, make fun of me for for saying that uh, pretty much in every episode I started by saying, I'm really excited about this episode. So Justin, this is for you. I could not be less excited about this episode. Um, I'm totally kidding. Uh, This is uh, sort of our end of the year wrap up. We've done six episodes um, and feel really good about uh, the response that we've gotten um, thank you so much to everyone who has listened and told your friends and told your worship leaders and, and family members and all that kind of stuff. Um, we've seen some good response. We're getting some good traction uh, with the podcast, and that would not happen without you um, and, and your ears and your brain and your mouth telling other people about what you've heard and, and hopefully wanting to help other worship leaders get off of the ministry treadmill uh, and stop running from Sunday to Sunday. So that's what this podcast is all about. Um, that's what I'm passionate about. That's what we're passionate about at Torn Curtain Arts. And so a huge thank you uh, for listening. Um, it's been uh, it's always a scary thing to put something like this out into the world. Because you never know how people are going to take it, uh, how people are going to hear it, or, or what people are going to say. But so far, um, the responses have been really, really great, and um, word is spreading about what's going on with this podcast and about what's going on with Torn Curtain, too. So please uh, keep spreading the word, um, and I'll say more about that here in just a little bit. I wanted to do some end-of-the-year thank yous. Um, it seems almost trite at this point to say what a crazy year this has been. Um, but it's been a crazy, crazy year, uh, all over the world. Um, and it has impacted the church as well. And that, um, that has had an impact on how we do, uh, our worship services on, uh, Saturday evenings and Sunday mornings, whenever you do, uh, your, uh, your worship gathering. And uh, it's put a lot of extra pressure on worship leaders, on pastors, um, on small group leaders, on children's ministry workers, all of that. I've heard story after story about churches having to lay people off, having to run uh, just about as lean as they possibly can through these times. Um, And I've also heard a lot of stories about worship leaders who have weathered the storm and who have done a lot of extra work. Um, and a lot of times I know that that work goes without a whole lot of thanks. Um, things just happen on Sunday morning and, and people just sort of take it for granted. Um, but there were a lot of churches that weren't set up to handle something like this. And in a matter of weeks, sometimes even days, uh, a lot of churches uh, made the adjustment to doing online services and streaming figuring out all the technical stuff of, uh, you know, streaming audio, streaming video, all of those things. And it's not easy. It's 
probably easier now than it than it ever has been. But if that's not something that you learned or have been used to, um, there was a very steep learning curve for a lot of us in ministry, and I heard a lot of comments from uh, from pastors and from worship leaders saying, "I didn't go to seminary to learn how to you know do an online stream or set up." You know, what's the best webcam for, you know, for doing a Zoom service? Um, that's not a class that they teach in a lot of, <laughs> in a lot of ministry schools or in seminary. So, um, so I want to say to you, worship leader, church leader, whoever you are that's listening to this, thank you. Thank you for working hard to serve your church and to serve your community and keep people connected. Thank you for putting in that extra time. Um, I know that that one of the gifts that we got uh, throughout this pandemic was the gift of time uh, as things shut down and, and um, all of a sudden our regular routines uh, were interrupted of going into our offices or going into our church buildings and getting things ready during the week. Instead, a lot of us were just sort of, you know, waiting around to start streaming on Sunday. So, um, so we did get that extra time, but a lot of that time was also used up, um, by learning how to do ministry, uh, in this season. And, um, so thank you very much for taking that extra time, time away from your families, time away from your friends. Um, just, it's a time consuming process, uh, to make it look and sound, uh, good, um, but also to look and sound and feel uh, very unitive and, 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 and connecting. Um, it's hard to connect with people over, uh, over a camera, uh, over sound that's streaming over the internet. Um, but hey, we've done it and we made it happen. And, um, and I think the church is going to be better for it. And that's in large part to the creatives uh, in our churches who stepped up and said, oh, I know how to do that. Um, so thank you. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for shepherding your teams and your churches from a distance. Like I said, that is not an easy thing to do. And it would have been very easy for people to just have fallen by the wayside uh, while we figured out, you know, the best lighting positions and camera angles and all that kind of stuff uh, for our streams. But um, but I know a lot of you have worked really, really hard to maintain that connection with your worship teams and with your congregations um, to make sure that everyone still feels like they're part of a family. Um, and again, that's not not easy, but we did it. And so good job, worship leader. Good job, church leader, whoever you are who's listening to this. Thank you. And your church thanks you. Um, they may not know how to, um, but uh, but I know uh, from hearing from people at my own congregation, from a lot of other churches, uh, they're very appreciative of the hard work that their church leaders put in to maintain some semblance of connection uh, through this crazy season of COVID-19. So I know we're not out of the woods yet. There's still a lot of hard work to do. Um, you know, in some places like here in Colorado, restrictions uh, on churches have been lifted somewhat. Uh, some churches are still erring on the side of caution. Um, some are doing some kind of hybrid type of thing with their services. Um, and we're not out of the woods, but, um, but we have more tools in our toolkit now to be able to connect with the people, not only in our congregation, but in our communities in a new way. So again, one of the, one of the silver linings, I guess, of uh, this pandemic um, 
has been uh, that new form of connection that a lot of churches have uh, have figured out. So, um, so yeah, thanks for shepherding your teams and your churches. That's uh, that's a huge thing in a time like this. Like I said before, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, we have a, a handful of listeners, but it goes up uh, nearly every time that uh, that one of these uh, podcasts drops. I guess that's what they say. Um, or is that just for music? I don't know. Um, I'm just sitting here talking to myself. Don't mind me at all. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, thank you for listening. And uh, thank you for for getting the word out. Um, I really do hope that it has been helpful. Uh, I often like to joke around, uh, and I think I've said this before, that, um, you know, I consider myself a walking cautionary tale. Um, And a lot of the worship leaders uh, that you have heard from in this first uh, run of episodes, um, I hope that you've learned from their mistakes and from their mistakes. some of the the issues and, and difficulties that they've dealt with over the course of their ministry. I tried to get a good kind of cross-section of people um, who have had good and bad experiences, uh, sometimes all in the same place. Um, but I think the the one thing that that I want you to take from this is that no matter what your experience has been in ministry so far, is that you're not alone. Um, I hope that that's, that's hopefully the most helpful thing that I can do, um, with this podcast is just to let people know that your experience, although it is unique to you is not singular. There are a lot of other people who have been through what you've been through, but a lot of people don't have a platform to be able to talk about it and to be able to share their experience. And so that's one of the things I want the chasing Sunday podcast to be is a platform for worship leaders. They're not always going to be the most popular or the most, you know, the most, you know, well-read or well-written or whatever. And that's not a dig on any of my guests. They're all very smart. They're all very capable leaders, all just excellent people. Um, But some of them you may not have ever heard of. And uh, that could be kind of a a bad thing for a podcast to do maybe, but, um, but you know what? I didn't care because I, I know that there are people in my circle and, and even outside of my circle who I've already been introduced to by some of my guests, um, who've said, you know who you need to interview for this is this person. Cause they've been through X, Y, and Z. And I think that would be really helpful. Awesome. Bring them on. If you've got some ideas as well as you listen to this and you think, Hey, Brian should really talk to this person send their name my way. I would love to hear about it. Um, let us know on, on Facebook or comment on Instagram or, uh, get on our website and, and let us know if there are people that you think would be valuable to talk to. Um, because all of us have experiences, we all have good and bad and it all needs to be heard because it's all helpful. Um, and so, yeah, uh, that is, that is that. So thank you. Hope it's been helpful. Um, also if, if you listen to this podcast regularly, um, please subscribe. Um, I know it, it sounds weird and and you're probably inundated with YouTubers and other streamers and, 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 and people on Instagram and people on all the social media platforms saying, don't forget to click like and subscribe. Um, but that really is the best way, uh, to start spreading 
the word about this. Um, it's the way it's just part of the machine of, of being in the podcast world is, you know, you get subscriptions, more people subscribe, the more places like Apple and Spotify and, and all of the other podcast hosting places, uh, you'll kind of climb in their ranks and more people will hear about it. And, um, I do want to let you know, like, so this isn't, our podcast isn't monetized. Um, at least not at this point, we don't know if it ever will be. Um, so it's not like we want a bunch of people to listen so that, uh, you know, so I can start rolling in a Mercedes somewhere and, and live in a gated community. Uh, the idea is to spread the word so that more worship leaders can get the help that they need um, and to, to find hopefully some, some good advice and a safe place uh, to be able to, to listen to other people who have been through the things that they're going through. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the main reason we want you to spread the word um, about the podcast and to subscribe. Leave, uh, leave a review. Or, or some comments on, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts, they seem to to really uh, feed off of those. So, um, if you want more people to hear about Chasing Sunday and the kinds of things that we're talking about for worship leaders, leave a review, subscribe to the podcast. It's as easy as that. Um, and and you can also, I mean, I I'm subscribed to like I don't know 15 podcasts. I listen to about two of them. So you can subscribe and then ignore. That's fine. I'm I am okay with that. Um, so uh, so yeah, if that's if that's the approach you want to take, go for it. Uh, we'll take it. So um, I do want to take some time here at the end of the year um, to talk a little bit more about Torn Curtain Arts, about the ministry that um, that puts out uh, the Chasing Sunday podcast, um, the ministry which I have been a part of since uh, 2018. Um, so uh, please indulge me just a little bit to talk more about Torn Curtain, and uh, hopefully you can find some ways that um, that we might be able to help you or your worship leader or your church, um, but also some ways that you can help us, especially here at the end of the year. Um, Torn Curtain Arts exists to strengthen the creative soul of churches. Um, we have begun narrowing that down over the course of the year. It used to be strengthening the creative soul of Denver worship leaders, then strengthening the creative soul of Denver churches, then Colorado churches. And now um, we've kind of taken some of those barriers off ourselves and some of those borders off ourselves, because what we're realizing is there's a little bit of a, there's a barrier there sometimes to the extent to which we can help a worship leader, um, because there's always someone else, you know, further up in the chain um, who might be, you know, who might keep them from being able to make good decisions or not to say that they're making them make bad decisions, but you know how the chain of command basically works in a church. Like you can, yes, you're running your worship ministry, but there are going to be some things that maybe you want to implement or maybe you want to try that have to go through someone above you. Um, And so uh, really what we want to do is we want to help the church. Yes, we want to help worship leaders, and we're passionate about that. But we decided we need to take a little bit more holistic approach and and help churches overall, because a lot of churches struggle with creativity. A lot of churches struggle with caring for the creatives and the artists and the musicians um, in their churches, um, because a lot of times they're just looked at as, yeah, if we need something for Sunday— We'll look at those people, but we'll, you know, we'll call on them. But your creatives and your artists 
and, and your musicians and your church have much more to offer than just the performance that they can provide on a Sunday morning. And we want churches to start thinking that way and start, stop, you know, kind of getting into these creative ruts where they're, you know, either looking to other churches for all of their creative ideas, or they're looking to, you know, the internet or websites or whatever, and start looking to the people in their own congregations who have a creative bent. And they think critically and beautifully about issues of theology and doctrine and all those things, but also how to improve our Sunday, our Sunday morning services. Um, and so we want to help the church as a whole to get their creatives engaged in advancing the vision and mission of the church, both capital C and small C in the local church. Um, because, you know, when we just reduce them down to kind of pawns on a Sunday morning, you're going to start running through, you know, you're going to see a revolving door of creative people in your church who think, oh, okay, this is all you want from me. And uh, when they have so much more to offer. And so we want to help churches tap into that potential that exists within the artistic communities uh, in their congregations. Um, Like I said, this podcast itself exists to help worship leaders get off the treadmill of running from Sunday to Sunday. We talk to so many worship leaders who are right on the verge of burnout, if not already there, um, because the only thing that they are given to care about is making the Sunday morning service kick ass. Pardon my language. Um, you know, there's little to no care for themselves, either spiritually, emotionally, or physically. Um, they don't have a lot of time to care for their teams and actually pastor and shepherd the people that they're leading. A lot of them aren't even really connected to their congregations in any way other than, yeah, I see that guy on stage on Sunday morning. And that is... Uh, that that's death. <laughs> that is, that's, that's just no way to do ministry for a worship leader. It's no way for the church to be treating its pastors and, and its worship leaders. And this isn't, this isn't singular to worship leaders or exclusive to worship leaders. There are senior pastors who are leaving the ministry in droves because they don't feel any sense of connection or care within their communities and that has to stop. Um, and so, uh, again, that's one of the reasons that this exists. It's one of the reasons that in 2021, Torn Curtain Arts is going to be rolling out a lot of initiatives. Um, uh, maybe not a lot, but we've we've come up with a handful of what we think would be really helpful initiatives um, for the church as a whole and for worship leaders and creatives within those communities. Um, and we would love to help you. If we'd love, well, we would love to help you. I've said that over and over. We would love for you to consider partnering with us in this mission in this vision, and in this hard work of getting the church to think creatively, to think outside of the Sunday morning event of the service and start figuring out how we can really care for people in creative ways, how we can care for creative people in new and creative ways, and how we can use creativity to to have an impact on our culture the culture that we're surrounded by in our churches, not not just being imitators of all the other churches that are around us that are being successful, but how to be successful where we are, where your church is right now. How can you be successful, and how and how do you measure success? Um, 
And so those are, those are some things that we're really, really passionate about and that we really want to run hard after in 2021. And so, um, we have, uh, we've called this initiative outside the camp. You can find out more about it, uh, at torncurtainarts.org. Uh, when you go to our page right now, there's a banner at the top of the page that asks you to join us outside the camp. Um, and, and you'll see some statistics on here, um, before the pandemic even hit, um, back in, back in March, some are saying it was already here as early as December. Um, but the church was seeing a 12% national decline in attendance and the emergence of 40 million people who have left the church altogether. These are not new statistics. These have been creeping up for years and years and years now, um, unchurched people, de-churched people, um, people that these aren't just, these aren't just people who are, you know, who've never been to church and are, you know, unchurched as, as the, the terminology used to be. Um, these are people who have been faithfully serving and attending churches that have decided I can't do this anymore. And they're walking away. Um, and we, we meet with pastors and leaders all the time who are, who are worried about this, who are burned out by it. And, um, and in this time of, of pandemic, um, when a lot of churches have been shut down, a lot of people have stayed away because of concerns about health and all that kind of stuff. There are a lot of churches who are concerned, is anyone going to come back? Are people going to have become either addicted to the streaming and the convenience of that, or are they going to have realized like, eh, maybe I don't really need this community anymore anyway. And so there's a lot of worry and trepidation right now uh, in the church about whether or not people are going to come back. And one of the things that Paul and I have, have thought about is where, what are we going to do? What, what are we going to help the church do to, to get, these people engaged again. Um, the, the writer of Hebrews, um, in, in Hebrews 13, um, he says that, that, uh, over the course of, of things shifting after Jesus, you know, left the earth and, uh, the writer of Hebrews said that Jesus was now outside the camp and we should join him there, um, because we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Now, this would have been a very scandalous thing for Jesus to have said because the center of worship for Jews was in the center of the city. It was at the, at the temple and specifically down in, into the Holy of Holies. And so what, what the writer of Hebrews was essentially saying is God has left where you expected to find him. Now, Jesus is on the move and we want you to move to go join him. So perhaps the idea of these people being outside of our church walls right now isn't necessarily a, a bad thing because it's going to get the church to think about how do we get outside and meet them where they are. And so that's really the spirit behind outside the camp. And it's also a concept that's really foundational to the image of Torn Curtain. Um, when, you know, in the book of Luke, when it talks about the veil being torn in two when Jesus was crucified, um, this, this opened up, this said, God is now, he's not, he's not confined in this little space. God is now everywhere. 
So, um, so while we still do live in this sort of liminal space, this in between area of, you know, the now and the not yet, um, we, we know that, that something is moving and something is shifting and something is moving and we want to help the church navigate that. And one of the, one of the things that we're going to need to help us do that is money. Gosh, it feels icky just saying it, but here we are. Um, money makes the world go round right now. And, uh, well, probably always has, I don't know. We could do a whole podcast on money. Um, but, um, but we, you know, we've done really well, uh, financially so far as an organization. And we've actually done really well throughout, uh, the pandemic, um, when a lot of nonprofits weren't doing well, we've had some very, um, we still have some very gracious, uh, and generous donors who, um, who have continued to give, uh, throughout this time. A lot of people have stepped up, uh, to help us meet our fundraising goals for this year. Um, but for 2021, we want to basically double our fundraising goal to a hundred thousand dollars. Um, and the, what that's going to help us accomplish is one, it's going to keep things like the chasing Sunday podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, it's going to hopefully keep that from having to be monetized. And, and for me having to take a break from our guests to talk to you about the new thing on Squarespace or, you know, um, uh, you know, guitar strings or whatever that is. Um, and so, but also it'll help us, um, it'll give us a little bit more leeway and a little bit more time to be able to seek out, um, more coaching relationships with other worship leaders to seek out more consulting relationships with other churches to be able to help them navigate through this time. Um, really the idea behind this is to help us have the greatest impact that we can on the church. And so, um, we want to develop right now we have, uh, we have very close ties and relationships with three or four churches here in the Denver area, um, which we partner with either through coaching or through creative consulting, um, through helping them find other worship leaders, uh, while they're, you know, while they're on a search for a new person to come in and lead worship. Um, we want to increase that to, uh, to at least 12 ministry partners, um, and, uh, and we need your help, uh, to be able to do that. Uh, what else do we do? Um, so we, um, we do worship coaching, which I've mentioned. Um, and so we want to continue to develop, uh, our coaching curriculum for lack of a better term, our, our coaching platform. Um, uh, right now, uh, it's, it's just one-on-one. Uh, which has been great, which is something that we actually, uh, that we would actually like to continue to do, um, because that personal one-on-one touch is really important. We feel, especially for younger worship leaders who feel isolated and alone. Um, but we also would love to start developing an online video coaching program, um, to be able to do, to kind of make a broader reach. Um, and then also to continue to produce uh, more episodes of this podcast. Um, we do a lot of substitute worship leading, um, around town. There are a lot of churches that either their worship leader needs a weekend off. There are churches that are between worship leaders right now who are searching for someone to, uh, to come in and fill the role. And, uh, 
And so we, uh, we've actually developed a team of worship leaders uh, over the last year. We have three or four people kind of in our stable, um, not including Paul and myself, who can go in when a church calls and says, hey, we need a worship leader. Great. We can come in and help you. And what your, uh, what your financial support would help us do is it helps keep, um, it helps keep the cost of our honorarium down, um, which is, uh, especially in this time, very, very helpful to, to churches who, yeah, money is just tight in a lot of churches, especially for smaller churches, which are the, the majority of the churches that we help out. And so, um, so yeah, that's one of the things that your financial gift would do is help us, uh, keep our, you know, keep our honorariums down and be able to reach more churches through that. As far as creative consulting goes, which is kind of the third arm of what we do, um, we are looking to add some more staff, um, onto our team uh, to help reach more partners. Um, Right now, it's Paul and myself. We have our friend Ruben, who has joined us this year. And he's, uh, he's amazingly creative, just has a great eye for, for, you know, production and the flow of things and all that kind of stuff. And he's been a really valuable asset for us. But we're just three people. And three people trying to do all of this stuff with 12, (laughs) with 12 churches. Um, that would stretch us pretty thin. So we'd love to add some more folks to our staff who'd be able to reach out to those other partner churches to help them um, really realize their creative potential within their church. Um, We also are looking to help produce videos and some live streaming events, um, some of which we've already been contracted for, uh, and we're excited about those. Um, And uh, Paul, uh, who is the the head of Torn Curtain Arts and my very good and dear friend. Uh, he would also like to start producing a podcast of his own um, with our friends at Invia Collective. Um, and so these are the things that, um, and more, there are a lot of other things. I'm working on a book. Uh, there are just a lot of, there are a lot of other moving parts to this um, that that your financial support would help us accomplish. And so um, what you may be asking now is, sure, Brian, you've sold me. I want to give. I want to help you guys do this. Um, Again, you can find out about all of this at torncurtainarts.org and click on the outside the camp banner. But there are three big ways uh, that you can help us out. One, you can give directly. We have a very secure um, online giving platform uh, through our website, and uh, you can uh, set up a one-time gift. You can set up recurring gifts. Uh, we are a 501c3, so all of your gifts to Torn Curtain Arts are tax deductible. So I know that's a big selling point for a lot of people. Um, like, I'll, I'll give to you, but I want to make sure I can write that off at the end of the year. Hey, you can, because we're, you know, we're a nonprofit. So, um, so like I said, we're trying to raise $100,000 in 2021. Um, we can do that through a lot of small gifts. We can do that through a few big gifts. We prefer the grassroots way, um, but however much you feel that you could give um, or want to give, we are always grateful for whatever donations and gifts come our way. Um, and so uh, if you go to uh, torncurtainarts.org, there are several places. If you click on give um, uh, or click here to donate to Torn Curtain Arts, that's going to take you to our secure uh, online portal where you can set up either a one-time gift or you can set up recurring gifts to Torn Curtain Arts. And again, those are 100% tax deductible at the end of the year. 
I am recording this uh, just a few days before Christmas. Uh, so um, if you are listening to this, there's still time for you to make that gift. Um, gosh, that sounded like a PBS pitch, didn't it? There's still time. And if you if you give now, you're going to get this free set of Peter, Paul, and Mary's best songs that they've sang. Um Anyway, there's still time if you want to get, you know, if you have some end of the year giving uh, that you need to do. I understand things are tight right now uh, with uh, with COVID and all of that, but um, but yeah, there's still some time to give this year. Um, if not, you know, we would love uh, any support you can give us in 2021. Um, there is a second way that you can help uh, partner with us. Um, and it's actually very simple, um, and it doesn't cost you anything at all. If you are a King Supers or City Market shopper, um, which I am, and I know Paul is, and a lot of people in our families and, and our friends are, um, Torn Curtain Arts is a community rewards partner at King Supers. You may not know this, but every time you shop and use your loyalty card, um, you can set up your loyalty card to have a, a portion of whatever you spent uh, on your on your um, King Supers card or your City Market card or whatever, um, they will give five percent of your order directly to Torn, Torn Curtain Arts. Um, it's a really great community rewards program, um, but you have to link it to you have to link Torn Curtain Arts to your Super Card, um, which is King Supers like discount card. Um, and there are some steps you can follow there on the website. Um, and uh, you basically create an account for your super card, click on community rewards. You can, you know how to read. You can uh, check all that out again at torncurtainarts.org. And again, this is a, an easy peasy way for you to give without even really, like I said, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, it's 5% of your total grocery bill. Uh, will go directly to Torn Curtain Arts. And we've seen, um, we've actually, that's been a great way uh, for people to give this year. We've seen some uh, some good uh, good gifts and, and, you know, people need groceries. So might as well get your groceries and help us help worship leaders all at the same time. So there's that. Um, and then uh, the other way you can help is uh, not even financial in any way. We need your prayer. Uh, this is not easy work to do. Um, there are a lot of hurting people. Um, there are a lot of hurting leaders out there. Um, there are a lot of people that don't even know that there is help available to them. And so they just struggle and suffer until they finally can't take it and they end up leaving the church uh, maybe forever. Um, I don't know that sounded dire, but it's happening. So, um, so yeah, uh, we need your prayer because we're dealing with some very hurting, uh, and broken people. Um, we're also, whatever your view is on spiritual warfare and all that kind of stuff, we know that whenever somebody does something like what we're doing, um, that there are, uh, there are things in place working against us. Uh, there is an enemy that would love for the church to go under because her leaders are just getting fried to a crisp 
And so, um, so yeah, pray for your churches, pray for your worship leaders, but pray for Paul and myself and all of our other, um, all of our other friends that are helping us out at Torn Curtain, who are helping to reach out to worship leaders. This is, we believe, really important and really difficult work. And so, uh, we need your prayer. Uh, and like I've said before, um, you can also subscribe to the Chasing Sunday podcast and start spreading the word um, to uh, other worship leaders and pastors that you know um, who just need, they just need help and they just need someone who will listen to them and who will understand them. And so those are the things that you can do. That is my end of the year pitch. And um, it's, uh Yeah. It's one of those things that um, I don't want to say is something that we have to do. I mean, yeah, we do. We we're a we're a nonprofit, and so we do rely heavily on on donations and on on help from uh, from people from people like you. There's the PBS thing again, um, but it's just true. It's just the fact of the matter. And so we uh, we can't do this without you. We wouldn't want to do this without you. So if there's any way that you can help us out. Uh, whether that's financially or through prayer or through word of mouth advertising, please do spread the word and uh, and help us help uh, churches and worship leaders um, all over this country, maybe even all over the world, um, who who need um, just some refreshing, who need some coaching, who need a break, who need a, a sounding board for the things that they're struggling with. So, um, yeah. Thank you again so much for listening this year. We're going to be back with some new guests uh, in 2021. We'll start sending some stuff out on social media when uh, when episodes start rolling again. Like I said, this will be the last one for uh, for 2020, and uh, and we'll get going with new episodes uh, just as soon as we can, uh, probably mid January. Um, and so keep an eye out for that on all the socials. Follow us on Instagram at Torn Curtain Arts. Um, we have a Facebook page, but I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know what that is. If you just get on Facebook and search Torn Curtain Arts, you'll come across us. Go to our website, torncurtainarts.org. Hey, here's the rest of what you need to know. Um, this is a production of Torn Curtain Arts. Uh, our executive producer is my dear friend, Paul Romig Levitt. The music that you are hearing and have heard is by our dear friend Danny Burton. You can find out more about him on our website as well. I hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas. I hope that you enjoy this holiday season in as much as you are able. And I hope that you all have a very, very happy new year. Um, Thanks again for listening. We will talk to you again in 2021. Hang in there. Know that we love you. We see you. And uh, we can't wait to see what you're going to do in the coming year. Take care.